0: Hi, this is Adam, Adam Spiegelman, from uh, Proudly Resents, the cult movie podcast. We have funny comedians talk about their favorite cult films and the people who made them. It's like a comedy version of the Flophouse. Anyway, it's not important. We have a great show. Uh, Chris Gore is on. And uh, I've been a huge fan of that guy since the 80s when he started a zine. He literally Xeroxed copies of his own magazine called Film Threat. And then he and the magazine both became huge parts of the indie movie world. I had him come on to do the show, and he talked. we are going to talk about a movie, Logan's Run. But from the moment he walked into the studio, to the moment we walked to our cars, he kept talking. And luckily I had um, the microphone on for most of it, so... This episode is really just an interview with him, which is really funny and fascinating. We talk about the beginnings of how he started in in the business in his own unusual way and his insane theories on um, lots of crazy things. I really enjoyed it. We also have another episode where where we'll talk about Logan's run and his theory on the Planet of the Apes movies. Really interesting stuff couple of things I just want to say thank you to the people who do listen to the show. A lot of you guys write in or just listen or write in when there's a problem. That's good too. But anyway I appreciate everyone listening. That's really great. Yeah, you know, let me know if you have any uh, requests since there's only four of us. Uh another oh and if you like to hear my voice but not on my podcast, I'm on Storyworthy. Christine and Hannes were nice enough to have me on their show. They will be on this show to talk about Airport seventy seven. Well, we'll have a quick ad for my friend's web series. This is Rob Matashita? We grew up together and uh, always uh, respected the stuff he did. So, check out his web series called Chapel. It's ClaymorePictures dot net. And then at the end, we'll have a a lug- installment of Luggage Tuesdays. All right, enjoy the show. Thanks.
1: So I'm a drug dealer again. Only thing I was ever any damn good at. Just once, I would like to merely sell drugs no robberies, no gunfights, no sin from my horrible past coming to visit me in my horrible life. Jeez. It's getting so that you can't trust drug addicts. Who's with me? Chapel. A crime drama web series starring Emily Mills, written and directed by Rob Matsushita.
0: Oh, Chapel. You're dead. Burke, you're out. Available at ClaymorePictures.net You are listening to Proudly Resents, the cult movie podcast To all you Proudly Resents listeners out there,
1: just remember You can't piss on hospitality! I want it. So, alright, so we're going to do the actual show? Because I- I'm enjoying talking to
0: you Yeah, let's just talk then this is so probably his answer with Chris Gore. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, my girlfriend listens to the show, so we. Can't she listens it. to the show, so yeah. you don't talk about your girlfriend. Uh, don't talk about it. Yeah. not Smart. Well, tell me about your girlfriend. Uh, oh, and don't hit the table. That's oh, okay, the only don't goal. hit the table. Because uh, it sounds shoot. like that. Oh, okay. I know. Well, I, I love I know to it's
1: pound the table. I love to speaking yeah. to my girlfriend. I love to pound things. <laughs> so you know. Uh, but my girlfriend, uh, I mean, she's amazing because she's. Um, I'm, I'm kind of. I, I like to do. I like. Let's just say that this. My my taste when it comes to food is very pedestrian. Uh, but when it comes to sex, I have a very rich, wide variety of interests when it comes to sex. And I need a, I need a, a woman who uh, feels Willie the same way. Yeah, Willie Patisman.
0: You can't date an Applebee's is what yeah, you're exactly. saying. You yeah. need to go worldwide.
1: Precisely. And also, I, I hate to exercise. I, I think I think people when I see them jogging on the street, I think they're idiots. I think what they want to do is they want to advertise the fact that look at me, I'm exercising. Or anyone that would give money to go somewhere so they could stink with a bunch of other people lifting. And weights. listen to techno. Yeah, yeah, they're they're idiots. I I I, I just think it's ridiculous to publicly exercise. I think is moronic. So I just I just like to have regular.
0: Sex. So you're right. saying sex is your exercise, that, half hour a day. Yes. You have a trainer.
1: When I have a you... girlfriend, my abs are in such good shape, <laughs> and I, I, I keep I keep my weight down because right. I am I. When love you're single, getting...
0: you can just see it's you go to you go to pot. Yeah, you exactly,
1: exactly. When I'm single, I'm drinking way too much beer. Right, and right. And, well, that's what... true
0: too. You have no excuse. You're just like you're in the worst. Condition. You think you ever think when you're sing- when you're dating someone, you're like, God damn, if I was single, I would be home right now watching TV, drinking beer, wouldn't that be great? And then when you are single, like this is fucking retarded. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. This is what you do because you have to do it. Right. This but, is default.
1: Yeah, but I'm, but but I, I do. The, the regular girlfriend just keeps me in shape, physical right. shape, and so so I'm in good shape right now. I got to. You look it. good.
0: You look like yeah. your relationship is going well. Uh, it's
1: yeah, it, it's going well. <laughs> but every once in a while, I'll blow it up. You know, when, uh, when you, you have can tell me your
0: problems. When um, you get, yeah, I problems in the
1: relationship. That's when I get fat.
0: Right. So you have to, you, and it's kind of like a sci-fi film. You are like, honey, we have to have sex for we for my body. This shirt won't fit. Yeah. I spent a hundred bucks on this shirt and it's not going to fit unless you fuck me right now. Yeah. It's yeah, like, it's ridiculous. like speed.
1: It's like the movie <laughs> speed, but right. with sex, I have to keep, I have to keep boning her consistently or, <laughs> or I'm going to get fat and explode. I'm going to explode into a fat guy.
0: Is that why you have a picture of Dennis Hopper in your bedroom above the bed? How did you know that? That is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> is I didn't never knew why. Yeah. 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 And it's looking it's down at me. It keeps you it was, focused. It, it keeps does. you focused.
1: Yeah. Those piercing <laughs> eyes are like, damn.
0: Uh, how, what is it nationality of your girlfriend I don't know why I, th- I feel uh, like I, I'm gonna oh, say before you tell me I'm gonna say it's, it's not it's-,
1: it's 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 not a white chick I, yes I, well no partially but I see the thing is this like uh, uh I mean I'll tell you
0: Oh yeah but, but at, home, guess that, what you think it is yeah and you're yeah. a racist for thinking what you're thinking. <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> uh, but what's weird is is that like like uh, people will ask me like uh when I'm single like well, what's your type what's what's the girl that you like it's like I don't know like my girlfriend in college was black okay. you know Um uh, I have a girlfriend that was like Jewish girlfriend that was is like half Irish, half Japanese. Like they're just like, the only thing that all these girls have in common, there's only one consistent thing I have discovered. This is like me discovering about myself. They all wear glasses. Every single girl, like to me, glasses are that's like, That's your type. That's like, fuck me pumps. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I like smart chicks. I right. like a chick that, you know, I don't just get into, you know, her, her, it's not about her looks. To me, it's like really about like her, like, mind.
0: Although it is about her looks. No, it's right about her looks. So, so, Come on, none of these women are ugly. Yeah, yeah.
1: but my, yeah, but uh, my, my girlfriend is, she's half Chinese, half uh, uh, half Jewish, half Jewish, half, half Chinese. Jewish. You, that's a combo you rarely see.
0: Does, oh, does her dad own that Chinese Jewish restaurant? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no. It's called uh, Sosumi. Listen. Uh-oh. Oh,
1: look <laughs> at on. you. Look at Uh-oh. me. Pull that out. Eighth grade. That's great, yeah.
0: Oh, I've been waiting 25 years to tell uh, that joke. Uh, yeah. That's well, I mean, she does. The I knew Asian. By the way, anyone else disagreeing with me? I knew Asian. There's got to be an Asian in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, well, she. Um, well, the funny thing is, she's the one that always makes the Asian jokes. You know, she's like me Chinese, me play joke. <laughs> oh, really? Complete that sentence. Right. Exactly. But that's she's the right. Jewish
0: side of her being a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the
1: Jewish side of her hates her.
0: No, who's Jewish in the family?
1: Uh, that her dad.
0: Her, her dad. dad yeah. Oh, so you're okay. Yeah, she's yeah. Not really Jewish. You're out yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god i was close uh, but
1: your chinese mothers they're difficult to deal with
0: Wait, what is that let me like? just say that
1: oh they're just they're are tough
0: you're never they're never good really enough
1: really t- you're never good enough i am all, i'm like what is the criteria like
0: <laughs> you i have to do
1: exactly you know i treat your daughter well i'm, I'm handy around the house it's, it's you know I, I i don't know what i gotta do to please her it's it's torture would
0: well, you ever like want to say like listen you married a jew so, yeah, So yeah. lower your standards. You yeah. Exactly. <laughs> don't go too crazy.
1: Exactly. I don't know. I like I like all kinds of all kinds of
0: chicks. But have you ever dated somebody twice, like a black woman, two black women or two Jewish um, I guess two Jewish women. Uh
1: it's, um yeah, yeah, I have. So but, gone it's back. Like, but in terms of girlfriend is like, you know, like consistent boning. Yeah. yeah. I mean just one. I guess I for
0: know. me, I'm woman I'm dating now is blonde, but I had four relationships with redheads.
1: I've done that. T- I went through a whole string of redheads. It was. Uh-huh. It was. There was like a weird sort of streak. I, I definitely think I go in streaks. It was like right after college it was like redheads, and then after that, it's been all over the place. And then most recently, Asians. 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 Yeah, I don't know.
0: Asians in glasses. Oh, I, Always I glasses. love it.
1: I love the, the thing is, is I think that they know how to treat their man. I think they're. Is that what it is? They're great. Yeah.
0: You just like take care of me. Let's just do this. No, it's, I don't it's, know why they, awesome. you're like Asian. Like no, and the and the food you can't beat it. Can't beat it. <laughs> exactly
1: the food. Yeah, between the food and the the studying oh, looks.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In college, I dated a lot of Catholic women, but that was because and Christian women. That was because I'm Jewish, and I seemed exotic to them, and they wanted to you know taboo, but they didn't want their dad to throw them out of the house. So they weren't going to date a black guy. So like I was close enough. Right. You know, I was like... Dad would hate g- you enough. Yeah, but uh, but his aunt, her aunt would still talk to her.
1: Plus, they could check and see if you have the horns. You know, you just sort of like <laughs> check. Is that real?
0: That, we were in... Uh, have you gone to Branson, Missouri? No, no. But Happiest I, place I, on earth.
1: But I've been, I've been to Missouri, not Branson.
0: So Branson's a town where they have all those cheesy shows, mm-hmm. where if you're a celebrity, you go there. Osmond's had a theater there. Mm-hmm. Yakov Shmirnov has a theater there. He does two shows daily. It's awesome. And there's all these cheesy wow. Christian shows there. I was there... And my friend who's Christian, she just said to the guy at the hotel, uh, is Adam the only Jew here? Just joking around. And he goes, I think you're right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably in the state.
0: In the whole state. Yeah, yeah, In the whole
1: state, yeah.
0: So you've not traveled. Where did you go to school?
1: I went to Wayne State University in Detroit and promptly dropped out a couple years. I'm serious. I I dropped out. um, I was taking film and English, dropped out, moved to L.A., And then this is this is years later. I wrote a book called The Ultimate Film Festival Survival Guide, which is now in its fourth edition, available uh, from Random House. Um, Anyways, uh, what's what's ironic is now that book. Is required reading in film school at like USC, UCLA for their for their independent film studies, right. AFI, NYU, like like it's, it's
0: it's you couldn't get into those schools.
1: I could not get into those schools. That was actually a tr- true story. I was nineteen years old. Came, out, I really wanted to go to USC because that's where George Lucas and all these big people went. And I, and I thought uh, these filmmakers I admired. I thought I want to go to USC. I went there. The tuition was just insane then. I sadly went to the bookstore, and I just bought as many books as I possibly could for the film program and wrote down the names and authors of every book, and I just read all of them. I, oh, read, really? I read every book. I thought, if I can't afford uh, the education, um, then I will, I, I'll just consume the same books as, these, as the guys going to the school. What you don't really realize is that the education part is sort of the least important part of college.
0: What is the most important part?
1: connections yeah. it's really about making those connections that last a long time so if you're around a bunch of affluent connected uh kids or whose families are connected you should get to know them when they're younger in college so that that you could take advantage of those relationships later
0: it's like a vig it's like a fifty thousand dollar vig or something yeah it's, introduction because you're right if you go to nyu right a country, if country NYU, club, right, the country club if you can afford nyu then you're kind of like me and then yeah. you get in there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I, so just me. I've always been sort of the punk rock DIY. Uh, you know, like oh, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to. I'm just going to start a magazine. I'm just going to make a film. I'm just going to write a book. But what's equally as important as skill and um, is just those relationships. You realize later, business wise, how important that is. Just as someone who has consistently shot. Uh, themselves in the foot in terms of career. I'm
0: just <laughs> you like... You have, you think. Oh, yeah. Had lots of opportunities.
1: Oh, God. yeah. Opportunities and like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, what is... It? You know, so... We were
0: talking before, people come to you with stuff now at this point. And you made your um, own yeah. way, which is important, I think, with yeah. anything.
1: Well, definitely, I think I have an appreciation when, you know, you... you you know working in the business and actually you know getting paid for things that you do is great
0: what came first for you the the book or the magazine film threat
1: well i I started film threat when i was like uh god i was like 19 18 19 years old and started that like right out of high school and and uh so how does
0: that work and there's no internet at the time that there's this is
1: the 80s yeah there was nothing i mean it was just like it was a fanzine and i it was it was literally something i took to kinko's and had xeroxed
0: how many copies did you start out with
1: the first issue was the first issue was like 500 copies, and oh. uh, it was uh, uh, I mean it was just something I would sort of passed out for free in film class. So the first nine issues of Film Threat were just these Xerox sort of like you know "F you to Hollywood" and all these like just horrible things. I look back and I really regret like oh man I well, I shouldn't have, well, I 19. shouldn't have done stuff like that. That's that's horrible. The older me is so offended by the younger <laughs> me.
0: What is younger it? you look at you. Let's channel the younger Chris Gore. Let's let's hold our hands out. What were some of the things that the young Um
1: We held an essay contest that um because uh, Sylvester Stallone was coming out with just all these like uh, violent movies at the time, which the, I think The, they Rambo, were, 3 the Rambo Three The Three and something like that. And, yeah. We had a contest in it that um write an essay that if you had AIDS, why you would want to fuck Sylvester Stallone <laughs> in the ass. Um and I look back on that and I regret. You're maybe regretting. having run that contest
0: who was uh, the winner of the contest uh i i don't
1: i don't even remember but but we would do we would do like a lot of we would just do a lot of like con, you know parody movie posters and contests and just things really just to fuck with people and it was just sort of it's very anti-establishment and then sort of the indie film scene and film festivals were coming up and film threat kind of evolved into that magazine.
0: How did did it blow up?
1: I got, uh, I got an investor at the time to just put some money into the printing so we could just, you know, distribute it in comic book and alternative, uh, bookstores, you know, ones that mostly are the only ones that exist anymore because all the chains are dying. Um, and then and then I moved to L.A. and I got a job writing for Hustler magazine. I wrote uh, a section called Bits and Pieces. This is like 1989. What was that about? It was made to appeal to the Larry Flint sense of humor, which I described as toilet poo-poo homo butt. Anything <laughs> in those arenas. So he had seen some things I had done in Film Threat and thought, you know, liked the writing. And uh, I got hired as an associate editor on Hustler, and I would just write comedy bits. It would be like some of them were just like the revenge of Anne Frank. And it was a, a fake movie poster with Anne Frank as a zombie Anne Frank risen from the dead to kill Nazi skinheads. I'll i Because I hate Nazi skinheads. Like growing up in Detroit, there, Nazi skinheads was like a certain part of Detroit had a lot of them. And I fucking hated those guys. Uh-huh. Uh, white supremacist assholes. Anyway, so it was just sort of like an outlet to like, okay, I can be funny. And then a little, little social political commentary here and there. So, so I did that. And I just said to Larry, I said, hey, you know, you do this alternative adult magazine why don't you do an alternative movie magazine and was able to trick them into buying film threat
0: was that the intention when you went there like I hope to I trick
1: can- him yes absolutely Seriously. Well, it was like basically to move to la because oh. i i'd done this sort of like i'm going to either move to la or new york and i thought new york smells like pee and is expensive i'll move to la it's cheaper um, and people are dumber, and I really like that. I love the fact that like people in <laughs> L.A. are stupider. Yeah. And um, that just sort of like, gives me just the advantage I need. I'm not saying I'm smart. I'm saying I'm just smarter than dumb people.
0: Right, there's just a, good a little advantage. bit, just a little bit advantage.
1: Yeah, so so moved to LA in '89, and 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 uh, that was my first like straight job was doing the the hustler thing, and and um, Larry liked actually Larry liked the stuff that I did so much he actually compiled and did an entire issue just dedicated to all the comedy bits I did. Oh wow! Which apparently was not particularly. Well, it didn't sell very well.
0: I mean, the guys yeah. who were buying a magazine to look at tits and ass were not happy to see uh, Anne Frank All re- this as a zombie. Dumb humor, yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: But I, you know, I don't know. I was, you know, I, I was, I was kind of proud of of some of those bits. You know, like uh, I, I mean, it was it was a good outlet for because it's the one thing I just can't stop. Is I can't stop doing stuff that um, it's just that the, the humorous stuff just pops into my head. I mean, I was the kid that like. Um, I, I did really well in school, but I was always in the office for being disruptive because I would fuck with the teacher, I would play jokes, I would question dumb things they would say i would say I would say stuff and and, and get everybody laughing and uh, i, I don 't know there was just like something in me that was just sort of burning desire to fuck with whatever the establishment was.
0: It's hard, though, with a magazine like Hustler that has also nudity, I think, because all you care about, you, you want to look at the nudity. I remember there was a film magazine, maybe you know of it. I don't know. I used to get it randomly, because you know, Premiere and all those other stuff. Every other page was an ad for porn. So, like, any film commentary in the middle was lost. Because you're just like, oh, look, look at this page, you know? Ooh, and you couldn't you
1: sure it was adult video news? I think that <laughs> it uh, might have been it. AVN magazine. Is, no,
0: it was before, and there was another one in down south. They had a humor magazine, and when I was working in Florida, MTV Spring Break, not to show off, but it was a humor magazine, and it, all the ads were for strip clubs. And nice it, yeah so again he just like it overpowers the humor or you can't have like kids listen to it
1: uh yeah yeah or some
0: podcasts that have like adam and eve as advertisers right like you've already you've already changed the rating on your but i
1: know i'm going to jerk off at some point
0: okay. gonna, so
1: so no I matter appreciate, what yeah i i appreciate the uh, help the, the help exactly <laughs> steer me in the right direction please
0: will you ever get tricked you know they don't do it as much anymore but you get an email and it's like hey, it's me, Ted. And you're like, I think I know it, Ted. And you open it up and you press the link and it's porn. Right. You don't need to trick me into looking at porn. Yeah, That's exactly. My thing.
1: Stop tricking us. Just tell us, hey, you like porn. <laughs>
0: I actually like porn. I, yes, yeah. I do. I have a uh, Hotmail account. I must like uh, porn. Yeah, ex-
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's nothing better than that like, shared experience of you can find a girl who also likes porn. Right. That is
0: awesome. But a you girl- can't go too far. Because the girls like, oh, I like porn. And they're like, oh, great. And then they mm. go, Ugh, that's you're gross. I like porn, uh, but you're too.
1: I don't know. I, I, I kind of. I my whole challenge is to go too far. Oh. My dude. challenge is to go to. My challenge is to be with the girl who go. I've never done that. And then I've never done that. That's the one thing I will not do. My challenge is to now <laughs> do that thing that you
0: say you won't do. I think that's. Yes, I yes. think that instantly in your mind, you're like, well, oh, we have to do that. It's, yes, yeah, it's, it's, like it's, it's like a like quest. It's a quest
1: for me. That's, that's, it becomes the quest. But no, you can find that. So I feel like there's like the holy triumvirate of a girl that can like porn – Star Wars or just anything geeky—I don't care. Right. Just the Star Wars represents geeky stuff. So, porn, Star Wars, and sports. If you can find that in a chick, the holy triumvirate.
0: <laughs> That's all you're looking.
1: That's, for. That's yeah. Cause I've only been able to find two of the three.
0: Uh huh. You can
1: find two of the three, but never three.
0: That's pretty. You. And your girlfriend now?
1: Uh, two. I got the two. She 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 likes porn, and she's a total geek. She's awesome when it
0: comes. to Oh, that's great. Not so
1: much into the sports, but uh,
0: all right. So listen, Sunday. But she she
1: likes spectacle. So it's like you know, if we go see a a baseball game,
0: we can drink beer. We can drink beer while being
1: entertained. Exactly. It's like, and you can't. uh, You you can't. Not every theater. You can drink beer at the movies, although.
0: There's more and more now.
1: More and more now. I think that is. I think literally the this is. I'm going to announce to the. Hollywood industry executives, Hollywood, everyone listening to this.
0: All I got put down your cell phones,
1: put down your cell phones. Yeah, yeah. I want you to pay attention for the next 15 seconds. Forget 3D, just serve beer at the movies. That's it. Just yeah, you can call it broovies. You just (laughs) you just gave them broovies. I just yeah, broovies. You you can take it. The, the, the whole thing it just i mean this it 's the simplest thing it 's become actually truthfully there 's a theater chain in in Texas that a lot of people know about the Alamo Draft House, probably my favorite movie theater in America, along with the Arclight cinemas here in here in l a which is also expanding. You just have to serve alcohol it 's what people want it 's like they don 't want three d they 're not willing to pay more money for, but you can charge me six dollars for a bud light.
0: Yeah, it's oh, fine, or even the adult. Uh, the ArcLight they have adult cinema. They, they
1: have one. It's the Black Box Theater. It's upstairs. It's twenty one and over. It's very you know. They have a bar. They got to give you a little plastic cup. It's, it's it's fine, but but the way they do it right is in at the Alamo Draft House where they actually have like this um, little table in front of you and you can order everything from like oh, they have cheeseburgers. That too. Yeah, like I mean, there's more and more theaters are doing it. The problem is they're charging too much. It's just like look, charge me what you would normally charge for a movie. In fact, better yet, drop the price of a movie.
0: And you get the and, beer and, money. And
1: then you get the beer. Is where, that's where you make the money on the refreshments. Lower the prices. Oh, price that's
0: of, actually a great idea. Because even a second-run movie, if you charge me four bucks for a second-run movie, I'll go and drink and have, have yeah, a good time.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not... Look, just... I, look, I'm going to... Obviously, in our conversation, I'm talking about a lot of different things. I am not a, a paid... To endorse this stuff, these are things that I just normally do that I want to tell other people about. And I got to clue you in: the Vineland Drive-In Theater, the Pacific Vineland Drive-In. Just look up Vineland Drive-In Theater. How
0: is that far? How far it's,
1: is it from Atlanta? It's 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 uh where the two hundred and ten and six hundred five meet, like oh, City of I'm Industry. i like,
0: Oh, City of Industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Experiment it's, Rhino. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's all those like horrible strip clubs, like the Kit Kat Club. Was, yeah. Like, where anything goes. Ones. Yeah. yeah where, where every girl repeats the exact same rap. It's like you said exactly what the other girl said.
0: What is that? Oh, it's so uh, it's, good. What do you do? Yeah. I, just, I got so busted at a strip club once in Vegas. It was in the afternoon. We were, uh, My buddy and I drove in. We we're going to go. We went, I think it was called Strip Tees. And the guy, first thing he just apologizes, says, listen, we had a huge party last night. All the girls were there late at night. There's nobody here around. So some girl, she's dancing with me. And she goes, what do you do? And I start talking to my job. And she starts acting interested. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm a hot shot." She goes, tell me more about it next song. I'm like you, I'm busted. <laughs> She got my ego to fucking talk about myself you know the I, dancing I didn't care as much I, I, about than talking about my own business
1: I'm not a fan of strip clubs the only strip club I really go to is uh the only strip club I go to is Jumbo's Jumbo's, Cl- Jumbos Room it does, it's like a great dive bar you can actually talk to the girls and I don't like I've dated a couple girls from there but I just say that were they um, girls oh there they were
0: girls okay yes
1: yeah. yes they were definitely girls um but the thing is my whole rap is I don't want to pay like like I know that you're thinking about your laundry or your kid <laughs> or paying for college I think or think your boyfriend me. or getting money for drugs I know that you're, your brain is elsewhere you don't care about me so my whole rap is that I just don't care so what ends up happening and I don't I genuinely don't like I know your mind is elsewhere and you only care about the money I end up getting strippers phone numbers this is what happens I get their phone numbers or suddenly I'm Facebook friends with the girl that I saw at this strip club so why is that because I don't give a shit and as look here, here's another pro tip um, the don't give a shit attitude is like a cologne that attracts a vagina <laughs> this has worked with me worked for me my entire life so
0: just don't give a shit and all races by the way you've dated with all, all of, races it works everywhere it
1: works exactly uh, but back to the Vineland Drive-In um, 8.50 to get in kids are free you can, you go into the, the the sound comes through your, your car speakers, you know, just through low uh, frequency radio. There's four screens. They show first run movies. You can see three movies in a night. It's awesome i'll bring, i mean I, and i'm hardcore when i go there i'll like i bring these sports chairs that have like the cup holder you know and i'll bring a cooler
0: filled with beer you can sit outside your car sit
1: outside it's like tailgating with movies people i mean you can you can smell people are smoking herbs They're smoking herbs i'm not a, i'm not a pot smoker but i support i like the smell of it like i like the smell of gasoline
0: you like the smell of cocaine that I was a problem gas for years.
1: exactly gasoline <laughs> Pot. love these smells i just right. don't partake um, but um, it, it's awesome. So you just bring your own refreshments. I'll even, here, here's how hardcore I am. I bring my own popcorn wrapped in aluminum foil that I stick next to the engine block once I arrive in order to heat said popcorn. <laughs> Folks, you can you can cook a baked potato next to an engine block.
0: Uh, drive. So is that what you do at drive the drive-in? Drive
1: on the freeway for about uh, 30, 40 minutes uh, with a baked potato. You'll have baked potatoes at the drive-in.
0: My cousin used to make uh, tuna melt. He'd leave it in his car when he would work on the construction site, he'd leave it on the dashboard, and it would melt. And uh, Genius. Until his wife's like, you're a fucking idiot. That will kill you. But he did it for about four months.
1: Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, your car's going to smell like fucking tuna melt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus. Oh, my God. That's another thing you didn't think about. Yeah, yeah. but
1: that's a great excuse if you want to cheat on someone. Oh, the the no. tuna melt excuse. <laughs>
0: You know, it's Funny, the whole thing of like, farming. it's like, it's like, at, oh, it's no. that, that
1: old thing of like going to a strip club and then making sure you get gasoline on the way home so that yeah. you get it on you.
0: Right. I, so you don't uh, I don't know like why I club. had, <laughs> it sounds like such a bullshit excuse. I'm going to cut this. Uh, I had glitter on me and my girlfriend's like, were well, you at a strip club? And I was like, what the fuck? What? Oh,
1: you were at a strip club. No, I wasn't. Was,
0: what was it? I think it was, uh, I don't know. It, you, it might have been my, my little cousins, you know, picking up their books or something. I don't know. Exactly. Listen, working with orphans. I work with a lot of orphans. Sure, to, yeah, yeah. Feeding the homeless, maybe some of the homeless people had you know, when I was helping Why children. Not? Why you not? know? I was reading I was reading to poor children. But and this drive-in, this
1: drive-in is packed. Unlike unlike the weekends, you better get there an hour before. You are not going to get in. That's like you are not going to make the first movie. Uh,
0: and, the, and you can see. So three, you can wait for the next film.
1: Uh, yeah. So what you do, you know, it's, it's they show trailers in between. There is like a little you know break in between each movie. I saw like four movies in one night because I was switching screens. Oh wow! It's like eh, let's just watch the end of Cowboys and Aliens. We'll go see Captain America. Then Horrible Bosses, and then we'll flip over here. It's like uh, you know, just it, 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 it's it's great. I, it's, I, I love the, the I. I I don't know why drive-ins aren't more popular. I think I think that um, the movie studios are just thinking they're looking for a way to charge more, but they're not giving the consumer any any anything more.
0: Well, like the 3D, the people just caught on as bullshit. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Look, look, there are good 3D movies out there. There've probably been three.
0: What would you say? Um,
1: I'd say Avatar was never heard was, of it. Yeah, exactly. Avatar, and then uh, I mean there, there are a couple other when they're shot native 3D. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, it's really good. Like that that the film Priest, the vampire movie, and when they shoot them native 3D, they look good. But the thing. Is this a, you know they have to give you the choice of two D because there are a lot of people that don't like three D
0: and is I that think why it, you think they do it or are they just one more theater? and also
1: three D three D I mean like look it has always gone in phase. there always been like Friday the Thirteenth three D I mean uh, Robert Rodriguez tried it you know years ago with one of the Spy Kids movies this is like almost ten years ago right one of the Spy Kids movies was in three D and he personally paid for the glasses. Um, wow. to, just to, to to get that in theaters in 3D. Um, it's just, it's, it's something that Hollywood cyclically always tries to, to fix. It's like, no, you've got to give a better experience. You've got to make it, I don't know, you've got to make it fun. And I also think that like with digital screens, they could be doing more. They could be doing like, um, here's an example. I, I, I wrote an article about this once about like, why don't they take like the season finale of like a big show like Lost and just show it for one weekend in a theater? So it's like- you're you're not only are you seeing it in theater theaters before everyone else can see it, which of course there'll be spoilers on the internet, but who cares? Go to the theater. Yeah. You're you're sharing that experience of being a fan of that particular show with all these other people who are fans.
0: You know where that comes in? Have you seen the Jackass movies? Like when yeah. you see them oh. in the theater, it's amazing. People are getting up, they're running around the aisles, oh. they're screaming, they're yelling. It's the only movie I've really well. There's had a lot of in, yeah. There's know? a lot of
1: movies that like you. I like to go. I hate sitting in a critic screening with like 25 people in a room and they're all sort of, their arms folded. And, no, I want to see a movie on opening night, midnight show, or opening, there's sort of a chaos out there before, and just see that. I, I think you could take some popular shows and as a test, put it on a limited number of screens in theaters, and then you, sh- you actually show it on television a week later. Yeah. But you have the advantage of the shared experience of, you know, I, I mean, you know there were so many lost parties. Why not? Open it on screens. You could digitally.
0: I mean, not the, the finale. Finale, I think that was kind of a disappointment to people. But right. the, every season finale was so big. Well, so season, so much. season
1: finales of TV shows, you know, they could get, I mean, that could be a thing where, where it's, it's, it, it sort of expands. Movie theaters, have to think that, because I think the movies, I, I tweeted this once. I said, the movies are like a channel, a TV channel I used to like. Uh-huh. Because, in general, the movies have become so tiresome. Everything is a reboot or a sequel or a remake or something based on an existing property. You know, I mean, it's, 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 um, it's it's just when you go when you there's there's almost a, a movie language that people are so hip to they know everything that's going to happen there're no surprises. No no. Yeah, everything everything is predictable when it comes to something that is a movie.
0: Like what is the show now like like Lost? I would I was thinking about when we were talking maybe Walking Dead. Is yeah, Walking won-
1: Dead if they took the Walking Dead season finale, the 2-hour season finale and and put it on, you know, 1000 screens across the US and did some big event.
0: Right, have um, people come out to them and oh my God, whatever it, it would costume be, party contests whatever
1: yeah, put the last the last episode is in theaters, and one week later it actually screens airs on television for free, not to we 're not going to screw the t v audience or people that are not regular moviegoers. Right. what we 're doing is bringing it's it 's about bringing the fandom for a particular show together and screening that on I see I should be I should be one of these executives.
0: But here's the, pro- the But I'm just a, a fan. Ca-
1: I'm just a fan that like thinks the,
0: uh, uh, about this stuff. Is that uh the, the you know the issue the, well the cable operators would be pissed off cuz they would get less viewers or the network affiliates would be pissed off. I think I off. think they
1: would get more. I think they would get more viewers cuz people would want to see it. They'd want to see it again. again. and You see it in the
0: in the theater. Now you really want to see yeah, it.
1: When there's a movie that's an event movie that I want to see, I always see it twice. I'll see it like with the chaos and bleh, and I'm been I have some beer and uh, and and then I'll see it later where I can actually watch the movie. There's the experience, and then there's like enjoying the film and uh, a more like, did personal. Did you do
0: that with Captain America? Uh, no, I just saw it at the drive-in. <laughs> what do you think? Of that?
1: I, I thought it was. I thought it was fun. I mean, I didn't think it was. I didn't. It wasn't think it was, a
0: movie. I didn't. I felt like it was just like a. a tra- I thought it was. A, a, it was. It was like a
1: trailer. It yeah. was. Like, it was like a, a really extended trailer. I felt like it. Like basically, what it was was it was like a prequel to the Avengers. Yeah. That's
0: all it was, was, it was like... really what including a trailer at the end of the movie. And I
1: don't know why they think they have to chronologically tell these stories. I think Marvel would be better off. Like, why don't they just make the Avengers and Captain America's just there? You can do a prequel later and tell his story, which oh, I think would, would be, be more right. meaningful. And you can go... I, I, I don't know. I just think that there's a better... They do that in comic books all the time. You know, uh-huh. like, Let's tell the backstory.
0: Maybe let's, there's a character left over. I don't know.
1: And speaking of that, I mean, X-Men First Class, I think one of the best movies of the summer now that all the summer movies have
0: Oh, really? I never yeah, saw it. Yeah, I think
1: that. X-Men First Class is, is great. I mean, that's an example of a prequel that really uh, just totally solidified. You understand the motivations of those characters and why they are the way they are now.
0: Uh huh. You so, know what I wanted to talk to you about is Fantastic Four.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Now, that was a... Well, I don't know if you want to tell the background of that.
1: Well, I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Fantastic Four. I was actually on the set of the Roger Corman so, film where they made so, it. So, they,
0: Roger, you want to tell about the background of that film?
1: Well, I mean, the, 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 I mean... The company—it was—I kind uh, uh, I forget the name of the company. It was a German company that owned the rights to Fantastic Four, and they had to have a Fantastic Four movie in production before midnight, December thirty-first of this particular year. So they were filming like in December.
0: It was like nine, early nineties, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I was buddies with the guys who did uh, the makeup effects for the film. That's and generous. I—I'd I'd, I'd met them. I'd met them on the set of uh, the remake of Night of the Living Dead. It was a zombie in Night of the Living Dead. Uh-huh. Um, the remake directed by Tom Savini, and, and um, these. Guys just invited me, hey, come out and check out the set of the Fantastic Four. And I realize, as I'm looking at this going, like, this is so sad.
0: Was issue, because it
1: because the suits were so cheap, oh, the they were effects awful. were so cheap. They had no money. I mean, they basically spent six hundred grand on this movie. Wow! So that they could hold on to the rights. It was basically six hundred grand to hold on to the rights.
0: They hired Roger Corman to produce it because he makes low budget. films. He makes films. low budget
1: films. They said, here, here's the money. Just make it and don't release it. My my understanding is the print was burned. And then of course they they ended up developing and making the Fantastic Four movie um, that. The, the two films that were made, which I think that they capture the characters right, with the exception of Jessica Alba. I thought the cast was good, and they got like, you know, Chiklis was great as he Ben Grimm. But it was also anemic in terms of the budget, and I thought just the story was lame and rushed.
0: The, the story, both stories, even with Silver yeah, was Surfer, like, I thought it was what? lame.
1: But Galactus is-, is a cloud? And I think I heard that had something to do with the rights to the Galactus character being used in other, other um, That's stories. That's when they get greedy
0: and crazy, and they eat themselves up, and now oh, we need this for another property it, it, somewhere exactly. else. It may gonna, never happen.
1: Because uh, they were going to make a, a Silver Surfer movie or something. I, I don't know. In any case, uh, those movies really suffered uh, just from anemic budget and just like to me, just stories. That no, I think the compelling. stories.
0: I mean, you've seen the, the Roger Corman Fantastic. Yes. Oh, yes. I have a bootleg copy. I had a bootleg copy. Oh,
1: I put it on the cover of Film Threat. I mean, we had the actors do an autograph signing at Comic Con back in like '92
0: when it came out. Did he? But it didn't really come out. Like, who was? Re- it who never came it? out.
1: It never came out. But you can find it bootleg. You,
0: yeah, can, you can definitely find it. You can it, yeah. definitely
1: find it bootleg. But
0: how did, What did they sign at Comic Con?
1: they signed the cover of Film Threat magazine. Oh, okay, we so were like, we had like, I mean, I did like this whole like 15 page story where um, it was just everything about the characters and whatnot. I mean, I mean, look, Film Threat was always a, 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 an expression of my personal obsessions like these are my interests in movies which ran the gamut from geeky to indie right um, which is really not a lot of it's weird because, like, I'm a, I'm a sports fan who also is like a huge movie geek and, and a comic book geek. So it's like I have a lot of friends that are either one or the other.
0: No, but it's the same you know? thing, kind of. I don't know if you saw the fan uh, with Pat Oswalt. Oh, I
1: love that movie. Yes. When he'd sit there and like rehearse what he's going to say on the radio. Oh, it's so perfect because oh, it's so God. much like New York radio. Oh, I love it. I had love a
0: roommate. At, I went to I don't want to drop names, but I went to SUNY Purchase State University in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, one of my roommates was this guy Bull from Brooklyn, and he was this huge bald guy, and he was just like. He would rehearse all his stuff and he'd call in and he'd be like, Hey, we got Bull from Brooklyn on line two. And he would rehearse. He'd be like, he'd be like a uh, character. Yeah. And he would be nervous shaking his piece of paper. Hey, I think those motherfuckers from Cleveland need to. Yeah. Those guys are real. But he was saying that Patton Oswald is not a sports fan, that he would use his comic book oh. geekdom. To translate to sports, yeah, no, and he's it, definitely not a sports fan. You could tell, he's in not that movie. a sports fan at all. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, well, I uh, just having having uh, you know seen the film and then watched all the extras on the on the DVD. And Patton's talked about that. He's not, he's not a. Well,
0: let's talk about fan. Fantastic Four. I'd, it's just yeah. such a great story. Like uh, I, I felt like the Roger Corman low budget, no one should see movie had a better plot than both the high budget. Michael Chiklis movies because it, it actually did it had a plot. It actu- had a yeah. bad guy with just some weird some woman in a witch costume or something. Well, it
1: was it was Doctor Doom, and they they sort of had this backstory that they were rivals in college, which is which is true. And they didn't deal with any of that. I think I think um, Doctor Doom was definitely uh, miscast in in the, the Fantastic Four. Why is that? Because he's just a great. Uh, no, actor. no, I'm talking. Ta- uh, well, he's great in Nip Tuck. I, the, the, the actor's name escapes me. Right, right. right. Uh, but but um, not Brendan
0: Walsh, the other guy. Yeah,
1: exactly. But um, uh, it just the, those films just felt like they're. You know, um, too, too many cooks. Too the high-budget ones. Too many cooks, the high-budget ones, yeah. yeah. The low-budget one was like, I just felt bad when they were making it because I felt like they're really just crapping this out.
0: They really are. Can yeah. we talk about some of this, the effects? Uh, Mr. Fantastic, who's supposed to stretch. Yeah, he His had he had, like a, he had
1: like an arm that was just sort of like one little, you know, it was just sort of a
0: it was you great. Know, they, it was they, it was a,
1: this cheesy thing, or they only did a couple of shots, and I think that you know the the, the, the Human Torch only flames on at the very end of the movie in sort of a cheesy animated effect. Um, full
0: on animation? Not a? It wasn't an effect. It was animation. Yeah, it was like <laughs> he a gets,
1: cartoon. It was like he gets flame
0: on. He turns into a cartoon and flies around yeah, a black yeah, background. It just,
1: I mean, it, it's it's really sad and sort of this like bad lost film, but
0: um, I don't know. Would don't you know, recommend I, that over the other two? Uh, High budget.
1: Well, I recommend it just for historical purposes, as a geek to like check it out and look at it. But it really is sort of um, it's a victim of the development process in Hollywood and why movies suck. And I think movies suck for the same reason that a lot of TV sucks, which is just everything being overproduced. It's it's you know it's like why conversations on Leno are so stiff and uninteresting. It's because every everything is planned. It may as well, and it is scripted. I mean, having done similar types of television, I mean, you know, you see how that process works and you go, oh, isn't it just better if we just have an actual real conversation, right. which is why this, I love podcasts. Well, I love podcasts.
0: I do. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna, we Wait a second. Like,
1: are we actually doing the podcast or are we just having a conversation? Both. Because I, I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah, it's a good conversation.
0: <laughs> I want to wrap it up so we can do another episode. But before we go, I want to make you very uncomfortable. What I do for a living is I produce those interviews. For late night talk shows. Do you? <laughs> yes.
1: For for Leno?
0: No, I worked for Lopez, which just ended, oh, and man. other late night shows. Uh, so,
1: but it's like it's like look, there's a, there's a way. It's like yeah, you definitely want to do a pre interview get the information. But there's but there's like but spontaneity. You can't. You got have both. spontaneity. That's acting.
0: We gotta have both. Like for you as a, come on as a film expert, we want to know what films you're going to talk about. Where are we going to go? So, you know, it helps the host, and then the host should jump in with their own shit, and you can jump in with their own stuff. But just save your foundation. What do you do is you, you talk on the phone with the guest beforehand. You find out what stories you want to do. Then you pick up the best ones, and the host. you go over with the host, and the host kind of asks questions that and, leads and to and stories. The host,
1: yeah, the, the, what will happen is the producer, yourself, yeah. would, would basically take notes – and then condense those notes and actually give them as a card to the guest, right? Is that correct? But to the host. Or, and to the host. Yeah, so but, you, but you're know, not reading out there. The, you're not the actually host. reading, but this is sort of like this is the produced follow the conversation, follow the this sort of general outline of this. Now, I actually, that that um, I think is helpful for actors
0: that aren't used to being humans. Perfect. It's great for it's them. It's
1: great for them because they need kind and of... they're really line.
0: funny when they do it well. Yeah. yeah. it's great.
1: That That's great. But I, I I do think that there's like, you need to have that and then you need to also have the ability to throw it out the window and go with i mean like um the stuff that i do i do on attack of the show live tv every week with this segment called dv Tuesday, day and i take notes and then i never use them i take my own notes right um and well, it's, so usually you have just, them. it's usually just to remember an actor's name or the pronunciation of something and just like i want to get all the, the facts right and then i toss it out the window and i end up just having a real conversation with what's happening now and uh, with with Whatever. I guess that's why I really have enjoyed so many podcasts and just become addicted to them is I kind of feel like they're they're um conversation that's untethered. You know, it's not um it's it's not restricted by length and it's not restricted by subject matter.
0: Well speaking of length is about forty minutes, so that's good and we'll do another one. This is Adam Spiegel, with Proudly Resents. Go to ProudlyResents.com at ProudlyResents. Chris, how do we find you, Chris Gore?
1: On Twitter at at that chris gore or chris gore.com
0: great and uh, go to itunes seriously say something nice oh yeah yeah don't oh, be a dick
1: don't yeah go to iTunes.
0: this show's free just go to oh, yeah. itunes why not thank you hi this is mike spiegelman of luggage here are three classic prank phone calls updated for the 21st century hello hi do you have caller id no That is your refrigerator running? Yeah, hi. Hey, your henway is in my backyard. What's a henway? Let me Google that for you. And finally, yeah, hi. Do you have Prince Albert in a can? Do you know of any store that still carries pipe tobacco? For more funny things, check out LuggageTuesdays.com.